Welcome to Intuitive Seek. My name is Mary Treen, and every week I aim to bring you a grounded approach to all things intuition. Through personal stories, experiences, and practices, offering energetic reflections to help you discover, connect, and fully realize how your unique power of intuition is your own greatest teacher. Hello, welcome, welcome to Intuitive Seek this week. Little rhyme in there for you. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you feeling? How has October been for you? For myself and for my clients, it's definitely gone by very quickly. And it has been, I mean, everybody is different for sure, but collectively, I would say the theme that has been kind of running through has been, let me say has been one more time, has been (laughs) fear. Fear has come up a lot. Fear of the unknown, fear of having to maybe go back to a relationship or a job or a city, fear of needing, needing more than what we have at our disposal, fear of not having it, not having enough. And that is pretty common. That's common, especially when you know, most of the people that I work with are going through changes. That tends to be the time that we reach out for support in our self-care for our mental health. I'm really fortunate. I have so much support in my life. I see a lovely therapist. I see my own healing practitioners. They're not mutually exclusive. They fit the whole. I mean, I'm really so grateful because my therapist actually refers me to her patients and her clients because she knows. She knows how important energy work is to our whole being, where she takes care of the mind and I help people remember how to take care of their bodies and their energy. But fear during big changes that we make in our life, especially even the small steps we take to understanding what our intuition is trying to tell us, most likely those small steps are bringing us closer to a change that we need to make. Because if we were listening to our intuition to begin with, we would probably be in the situation that we are supposed to be in, on the right path, so to speak. And when you're in that unknown, when you are making changes, when you're leaving your comfort zone, that's when fear really arises in all different aspects. 
And there are so many experts and books and great resources out there to understand what fear is and what it does to our bodies and why we may feel it more than others. So that's not really what I felt called to talk about today. Not the physiological aspect of fear. But just my fear. And fears. You know, when I was a kid, I was pretty fearless. I actually loved that feeling of being scared. There was this amusement park ride. I grew up in Edmonton, Alberta. And they had the biggest mall in, I think, North America. Not true anymore, but in the 90s it was, in the 80s and 90s. And there was a ride called the Drop of Doom. And this was one of those rides that was very high up. And you would go on the ride and it would take you up that kind of click, 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 click up to the top. And then a bell would ring. And then they would drop the kind of, I guess, cage you were in. (laughs) It was a little bit wonky. But then you would drop to the ground. And it was a ride, so it wasn't technically dangerous. But the feeling was when your stomach is basically in your mouth, like not even in your throat, like fully in your mouth, fighting with your tongue, like really that full visceral feeling of fear. Because your body thinks, oh, this is it. We're going. This is it. We're going down. But when I was a kid, I loved that so much. I would go on the drop of doom over and over and over again. I loved the thrill. It was so exciting. Like, so exciting. But then I became more closer to puberty. I was growing up. And fear started to stop me from doing things. I would be afraid of what my friends would say. I would be afraid of looking stupid or being embarrassed or being wrong or being made fun of for something I did. When I really understood what being vulnerable was, And because I was so sensitive, I was hyper aware of how other people could perceive me and how other people were. So then fear was not something I enjoyed. It was something that was totally limiting me. I trained as a classical singer. And I had the worst stage fright. The worst. So much so that I would psychosomatically like be able to make myself think and make my body feel like I had strep throat. When I was needing to perform, 
when there is a performance set, my throat would be so sore the night before. The day I could hardly speak, I'd be trying to, oh, well, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sick. And I'm only like 12 or 13. And I wasn't singing to giant groups of people. They were small, you know, master classes and recitals. But I, I could only do it until I was about 16. And every time I would be so scared and then I would do it and then it would feel great and I'd be so excited and it would be wonderful as soon as I got into it, as soon as I was on the stage and actually doing it. But before that, it was unbearable. And then one day it just became way too unbearable. And I was just distracted with school and my friends and my social life, where I had no reason, no personal reason, to keep singing because it was too scary. It was too hard to deal with that intense stage fright every time I had to perform. Even though when I was a kid, that feeling, that sick feeling, like I was going to throw up because it was so scary being on that ride. I loved it. So something really changed. Puberty is the obvious thing. But the reason I'm sharing this is because so many fears have come up and been around me and I've been hearing from people that it is certain fears that are really stopping so many of us from doing what we are meant to do, for showing ourselves. Maybe I've said it before, but one of the best things that I've heard, and I wish I knew exactly who said it, but when we are embarrassed, it's because we've actually taken off our mask that we've actually been able to show people who we are. That we're not putting on any anything false. Truly ourselves. And that opens us up to being judged or ridiculed or any of the 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 more negative things that we open up our vulnerabilities to. But on the flip side of that, it also opens us up to so many people maybe feeling more understood or inspired or just interested, entertained, or helped or healed. But there's a very real boundary that we don't necessarily want to put there. And the boundary is our fear. It's too scary. What if? And asking ourselves the what if 
I mean, that is the basis of all of my anxiety, is the worries, the spirals, the what ifs. You know, when I was singing, it would be, what if I can't hit the note? What if my voice breaks? What if they can't hear me? What if for some reason it just doesn't work? What if the sound just doesn't come out? And looking back on it, if I could have known, and it's not really a regret, because I do believe that every part of our life, we did the best that we could with the information that we could, or the information that we had. We did the best that we could with the information that we had. But if I could have reframed that for myself and told myself, okay, you know what? You're really scared right now because you care so much. Because you love to sing. Because you know that for some people, your voice makes them feel good. That it does something to them. And you like making people feel good. You could say that, you know, so many of our talents, so many of our creative talents, they're quite healing. You know, every type of art is healing, I believe. They say that you know something is art if it makes you feel. If it makes you feel differently or makes you feel like a, in a way that maybe you had forgotten. And I know that it's incredibly difficult for people to express themselves through their own creative talent, where most of people that I've seen that do have beautiful creativity, they just don't see it that way. They don't think it's valuable. But whether it is singing or writing or drawing or cooking or dancing, I mean, all of those things can make people feel some part of themselves that maybe they'd forgotten. Like we are really here to help each other, but there's so much resistance in our lives to do that. Because the way that we can do that is by just being ourselves and expressing ourselves the way that feels authentic and the way we want to. But then we stop ourselves because it's really scary. The fear can control us and control our decisions. That's what happened to me. I was so afraid that any choice I made may be the wrong choice, that I couldn't leave the career that was not making me happy, that was not serving me, because it was just too terrifying to try something that I had no idea if it was going to work out. It was so scary to me to think that I would have to market myself that I would have to 
even follow my intuition to find out what I wanted to do. My fear clouded my vision of what I could see my life could be like. But eventually, with the right support, I had to kind of understand myself and my body and my energy that most of the time I will feel afraid until I figure out the next thing that I want to do. And then the thing that I was so scared of doesn't seem scary at all because now I'm on to the next thing. Well, now I'm going to have to put myself out there. So that's going to be terrifying. And there are moments I wish I could say I was cured of stage fright, of feeling intense fear, of feeling sick over new things that I'm doing and creating and having to be myself in front of strangers. I wish I could say that now that fear that I feel is my, you know, ignition. That's my fire to let me know that I'm on the right track. And now I love the feeling because that means that something new is happening and I am being courageous and great things are going to come with that new endeavor, dot, 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 you know, fill in the blanks. That is not the way it is. And that's why I'm talking about this today. Because I kind of forgot that fear is a big part of creating something for ourselves. So for me, it's a big part of creating my business as an entrepreneur. It is a big part of putting out things that I've created into the world. That going into the unknown means you have to be pretty scared because that's a very natural response. But I had forgotten that. I had reached many of my goals. I was excited about new things that I was making and creating. But then because these new things that I was following my intuition on, these new offerings that I will tell you about very soon, but they're really exciting to me. Like it re- It's been kind of created and informed by my clients and my sessions and my intuitive Reiki work, my energy work. I'm so excited to do these new things. But for some reason, I got a little stopped in my tracks with it. I was stopped by this intense fear that came over me where I wasn't even sure how or where or what I was doing, even though I was so clear on it. The fear clouded it. But luckily, because of my intuitive work and with my intuition, I know that in my energy, 
I had the answer to why this fear was coming so deeply into my being and why I was listening to it, why I was kind of being controlled by it. So I really thought about it and I meditated on it. And I asked myself, okay, why? Why? Like I asked my intuition fully. Why am I feeling so much fear around this new thing? I'd gotten through so many hurdles with my fear. Doing this podcast was incredibly scary and still makes my stomach flip when I put it out. I was on the charts with this podcast, on the Canadian iTunes charts and in Australia. And my first feeling when I received those emails was fear, stomach flip. Oh my God, well, what what does that even mean? I'm just doing this. What? All of a sudden, everything flips. The fear made things cloudy. It took away my, in the moment at least, my knowing and my intention of what I wanted to do with this, which is a creative outlet that hopefully little things that I've learned, things that I'm trying to learn, my experiences with my intuition and with energy, because they go hand in hand, hopefully that will help at least one person. That's all that I needed. That I could have a creative outlet and it could help one person. But I had to move through so much fear, not only when I first released it, but every time I release a podcast. Every time I talk about it on my Instagram and have to put a picture of myself. I didn't put a picture of myself on my Instagram for a year or two. Because it just, it was just too scary. I don't want to put myself out like that. I don't want to put myself out there. And that was even like a little slip of my tongue. Put myself out like that. The fear is, oh, I put myself out there and then I'm, and then I'm out. Then I'm down for the count. It's not going to happen. Something will go wrong. <laughs> Something will go wrong. But it's not true. So every time that I share a piece of my writing or a photo that I created, every time that I collaborate with somebody else, Every time I have a new client that I have to just trust, trust that I will be able to offer them what they need through my energy work and through my intuition. And to be honest, it's never been wrong in my work. As long as I trust myself. So then I realized, oh, I'm really scared because there are parts of me that I am not trusting. I'm not trusting myself fully and wholly right now. And that's why I'm feeling so much fear. And that's when I realized, again, <laughs> but in a little bit of a different way for me, because I do, I do feel that we are meant to kind of learn similar lessons for ourselves over and over again to really get them firmly fixed in the foundation of ourselves. But I had to remember again that fear 
is something that helps bring attention to where I am not fully whole, which means that I'm not being authentic to myself. And that is my only job. Truly, that's what I feel like all of us. That is our only job. That is the meaning of our lives is to just be as authentic to ourselves as possible. Because then we won't have any regrets. Because at least we were being true to ourselves. But the fear that I was feeling was almost like an ambassador. Welcoming me in to seeing where I wasn't trusting myself, where I wasn't being authentic, where I was letting other people's opinions or my own judgment of myself override what I knew I wanted to do and create. And that really reminded me of this time when I was a kid, another time when I was on vacation with my family and I was snorkeling and we were off the coast of Indonesia and we were on the beautiful coral reef. And I remember it was the deepest, most beautiful blue and the coral was so bright and I was just in awe. It was so, so beautiful. That even though it was new, it was an experience I hadn't experienced before. I was excited. I was happy. And then this tiniest, tiniest, tiniest little seahorse swam up and went right in front of my face. And I was about 11, right on that cusp of puberty, right on that cusp that I was talking about earlier where fear was uh, maybe not so good anymore, maybe not as exciting. And when this little, this tiny, tiny little seahorse went in front of my face, I freaked out. I was so scared. It was kind of my first memory of having true panic. And I raced out of the water and was so upset and so scared of this tiny little seahorse. And to me, that will always now be a memory to remind myself that that kind of fear of something new, of being totally myself in awe, in an expansive, beautiful new place, in a new state, in new energy. When that fear comes over me, I'm going to remember that that fear is truly like an ambassador for me. Because maybe that seahorse, if I could have looked at it as an ambassador into the ocean that I was in, you know, helping me and saying, you know, my fantasy imagination. It was saying, welcome, welcome to the deep, welcome to the coral. We're so glad you're here because we know you won't hurt anything, which is true. <laughs> I was always very careful about that. I remember being a little bit even too strident 
about not touching the coral, making sure that we were keeping everything the way it was supposed to. If I could have thought of that seahorse as welcoming me, sure, I would have been scared of it. But realizing that there was nothing really to be afraid of, except for this insane new space that I was in, that I got to explore, that I was fortunate enough and privileged enough to be experiencing, to really understand that perspective, which, you know, I was 11, so not really possible, but that memory is helping me now as a fully grown adult to know that most of the time when I'm feeling that intense fear, it's really this new thing right in front of my face asking me to follow it, asking me to keep going and exploring welcoming me into a new space that is only there because I took the chance and was okay to feel the fear and know that that's just part of life and part of the most exciting parts of our lives. The fear is there. And there is always that phrase that I hear where it's like, feel the fear and do it anyway. And that never worked for me because it felt like we had to, felt like I had to ignore it. That I wouldn't enjoy anything if I was just always scared and just doing it anyway. For me, fear now, for now, we'll see, you know, things change. But for now, it's been really helping me to understand that fear is an ambassador for all the things that I authentically want to do that are of my of my creative spirit and of my my soul I guess you could say that the fear is helping me is kind of pointing to where I'm not listening to my intuition, to where I'm not trusting it fully, to where I don't believe in those parts of myself, where I'm not believing that what I want to do is possible. So that fear is actually helping me now more than it ever has. So it's not even moving past it. It really is understanding how valuable my own fear is and how it's highlighting all the things that aren't helping me. Or reminding me about what I need. And reminding me That as long as I listen to my intuition and trust it, then I will be okay. So I really hope that you allow yourself in a moment of pure fear of doing something that you want, 
but you're way too scared. Follow that fear to that place in your energy, in your being, in your intuition, where you are not trusting yourself, where you are not listening to how your intuition is speaking to you, that you really maybe are not believing in what you know to be true for you. So in a weird way, in a, in a twist, <laughs> I am now trusting my fear. My fear is making me trust myself more. And a year ago, I would feel like that is the opposite. So I hope that this made sense. It was a real ramble, but... I definitely cleared some things up for myself of how I've been feeling. And I feel really good about the fear I'm feeling around the new thing that I'm creating that I'm excited to tell you about when it's time. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me to constantly move past my fear of expressing myself. Because it has changed my life. And I hope that if there is a, if there's something that you want to do, if there is a change that you want to make in your life and there is just way too much fear around it, I hope you can allow your fear to help you learn how to trust yourself more, to be able to see, oh, that's showing me that I, I don't trust myself. I'm not listening to my intuition. I hope that you can, and I hope it leads you there because you hold everything you need to know inside of yourself. All your answers are there. And wouldn't it be great if our fear wasn't just a hindrance or annoying or something we had to get over, but actually led us to the clarity that we needed? I hope you're able to find that. I hope you're able to follow it. And the only thing you need to truly follow it, to find that clarity, is trust. To trust yourself. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. If you have any thoughts or questions, don't hesitate to send me a message. I would love it. You can send it to me through my website at Treamlight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T, or through my Instagram at Treamlight as well. If you are curious about working with me, I always offer a free one-hour clarity session to chat about your needs and to see how I can support you. It is not a sales call. It is a really lovely heart-centered chat. And they're my favorite things to do. I love them. So you can easily book that through my website. And I'll leave all those links in the show notes. 
hugely appreciate if you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you feel called to give some support, then please share this episode with a friend or leave a review. It is so, so, so appreciated. So thank you again. Be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.